I'm Aaron, and this is my friend Gio, and we're just going to be talking about um, talking about co uh, how best way to deal with certain situations. I've learned a lot from this this guy Gio. He's awesome. I've always always known him as just a joyful, like just always like in a good mood and like always happy, positive. And obviously, we all have our days where we get frustrated or down, but he seems to always just be giggling and. And I always wondered that. I, I asked him, I don't know if you remember when we first, like, started working together. I was like, how are you so, like, positive? And, like, and I, when I was going through, like, a tough time and he, like, helped me out a lot with depression when I was going through that when I was, like, younger and stuff. So um, there's this one thing that I learned from him. I learned a lot, but there was this, like, this one thing I wanted to talk about in this episode about what Gio is really um, – has really practiced and really is like a really um, expert in uh, in practicing this um, in this practicing this coping me mechanism, uh, the way he deals with things. So, uh, so let me start with like, how, how do you? I was just gonna start quick, uh, start in the into diving into the deeper stuff. How do you? How do uh, do you deal with? situations the way you do it seems like every time like like we were just talking about earlier like when when we were um when somebody yells at you you just like you, you smile about it you know when something bad happens when you get hurt like you, you you smile about it you laugh giggle about it like every single situation it seems like you you um go back to that and i'm like how, how do you do that like what how did you get in like how did you do that? Uh, the only way I did is because growing up, like everybody listens or hears, is that you know laughter is the best remedy for everything. So honestly, uh, I just got I just learned and got good at laughing. And uh, in the beginning, I honestly thought that it was just basically me being a people pleaser and saying, yeah, I'm just gonna laugh because I'm a pushover and whatnot. But originally, I'm not really like that. I kind of struggle from anger management things here and there. Uh, but in reality, uh, what I learned is that through the laughter and whatnot, and a lot more insight later on in life was that I was actually building, you know, uh, what's it called? Uh, and it's funny because, see, I'm not the smartest of guys. I want to say codependency, but it's mostly about developing these uh, areas of being, you know, how could you develop and use this as a coping mechanism, meaning that you're able to allow that one action to still be there, but not allow it to rock your ability of who you are as a person or rock your foundation. So in the beginning, I thought it was something bad. Um, later on in life and kind of learning more, I kind of noticed that I've been doing these whole things called coping mechanisms. Uh, coping mechanism is just an ability that, you know, it's not going to let you hurt or it's not going to hurt you as much as it originally would. And the way that I see it is that uh, coping mechanisms are very important because you get to deal with different characters of life constantly you have the people that get enraged very easily the people that get very depressed very easy or people that start very emotionally or wear their emotions on their sleeves or sometimes you get these people that you know have certain types of add or something like that like the ring of fire multiple race because you know we all struggle from something and like you know the bible says you know and like not necessarily the bible but like the church that goes to says it's okay not to be okay and the first step is to acknowledge that there is a situation which is also the most difficult one but through acknowledgement and then that little bit of uh, pain of acknowledging and saying hey you know what this is how i work in this one function 
then you're really able to kind of start dissecting the situation. And I would always suggest to start with a situation that's kind of fresh on your mind and really kind of uh, dissect it. And my main thing would be is that when you're ready to dissect the situation is to please be as uh, careful as possible. Uh, be as, as possible as you can in a clear state of mind, not necessarily angry or in a state of mind that you know you're going to start shooting negative comments to yourself, which, yes, you want to do it quickly so you won't forget, but at the same time, be careful of your own personal uh, ability to kind of shoot yourself down, I guess you could say. Uh, the next step would be is that once you kind of got the situation going on and whatever, kind of be realistic to yourself, you know, say, hey, you know what, why did this situation really rub me the wrong way? And when you ask that question, you're going to ask your question and kind of be portraying throughout the life cycles of, hey, you know what, this individual talked to me in this tone or this one word really has a weight of agitating with me because it's tied down to an action, to something that happened in the past that kind of hurt you, damaged you, because we all have different character traits, depending on the character traits that you have. Sometimes words will really have an ability to damage you to the point where people can't even begin to explain when other character traits could just be told something and it's like, yeah, they just brush it off their shoulders and continue with everyday life and they're fine and dandy. Uh, the thing is that nobody really knows which one personality trait they have and I highly suggest, you know, kind of indulging yourself and reading about that topic multiple people that have personality trait tests, the ones that I kind of really like and the ones that I kind of focused quite a bit on and I'm still trying to get better at it will be the Ken Coleman uh, character traits. And then you also have a couple other ones that I can't remember the name of, but hopefully if this podcast does come out, we'll have it in that little info section. But it's one of those ordeals that getting to know yourself is one of the main things that is very important in my opinion because by knowing yourself, then you start kind of knowing things that kind of irritate you, make you emotional. And once you get to realize those things, then you could have actually like a small guide of when you could pause the situation and then say, hey, you know what, we're going to go this way. Or when it's kind of say, hey, you know what, it's better for me not even to have this conversation. The other thing that I've noticed too is that, you know, Aaron mentioned a lot about my laughter and everything like that, and uh, that's another gift that I have. And it's not necessarily a gift, or I guess it'll be more of a talent, because a lot of times when I find myself in these situations where I'm about to lose it or I'm about to get into a conversation or a conversation starting that I know that I'm not going to be doing very well with or emotionally I'm going to be just distraught after the conversation, what I have a tendency to do is just laugh. Not necessarily be loud and obnoxious, but quite a you know, loud enough laugh to be able to kind of capture the individual's attention and kind of distract the conversation. Therefore, I'm able to change the conversation at a more easier transition, but also make it quicker enough to kind of hightail it from that one spot, but also making it a distraction so that way when I change my conversation, nobody's really really 100% aware that I'm running away from the conversation. And, yeah, it takes a lot of practice, but it's one of those deals that little by little you get the hang of it. And laughter doesn't have to be your only way, maybe a loud cough, anything that could work better for your personality or the individual that you're, you are, basically, yeah. Wow, dude, that's awesome. And I like how you mentioned that it's a – it's not a gift. It's kind of a, um, a skill more so. It's not like it's not like you 
God gave you the ability to just, you know, laugh at situations and do certain, like those coping mechanisms. It takes time. It takes practice, right? It takes like building that habit of going there. And for me, I, I just see a lot of value in what you're saying, because I think a lot of people's, um, Tony Robbins uh, says home, home states are fear, anger, depression. And I feel like your home state is just to keep going back to that. It's like, you know, you always go back to that. And I'm like, I, I really just think this can benefit a lot of people because, you know, like you said, it's a skill that you've developed um, that it served you and uh, that is still serving you. And I I personally have used it as well. And it's, it's benefited me more than a lot of things. Like even in social situations when it's super awkward, I'm just like, man, like um, I'll just laugh and then it'll like, it'll change the whole dynamic of the whole room. Or like, if I just laugh, like randomly, it's just like, it just changes the whole dynamic of the room. It's crazy. Like, yeah, that's another thing that people kind of take for granted in a way, I guess, that the inability that we take simple things as laughter and joy, very minimal nowadays, because as we're just very open-minded to just kind of having all this information just kind of being in front of our eyes, not necessarily through this one-to-one -one person communication, that we get very numb to it to the point that once we're looking at these screens for next amount of time, we do have a tendency to forget to smile. How do we smile? When do we smile? And when is it long to be smiling? And then we have social media telling us, hey, you can only smile for these type of reasons. Oh, this is acceptable to smile or laugh for this X amount of time. This is acceptable. This is mm. not acceptable. But the thing is, who are they to judge an opinion when it's just an opinion? Uh, I, I failed to see that, and I felt how everybody kind of falls into that niche of saying, hey, you know what, I have to fit this dynamic standard. I know because I struggle with it. God knows I struggle with it every day with certain things. And it's just that ability of saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to give it a different shot today uh, and try a different perspective of, you know, try to be different and try to kind of work and find out how I tick, how I work, because unfortunately, other people kind of have an ability to kind of find out how you work and how you tick. But a lot of times they're not trying to benefit or give you benefits to your life. They're just trying to learn how you work and how you tick to basically either make you a better employee, maybe make you a better into something else. But, yes, it's a good because they're helping you out. But in a way, it's not necessarily as the greatest because, in my opinion, it's more about a sinister thing because now they're just helping you out so they could profit or have a gain from themselves when they could kind of help you out and both of you could have that profit or gain. But it's one of those deals that people that have that type of enlightenment don't really tell other people because – they just want to procure just whatever they want for themselves. And in my opinion, it's like, you know what? Why have somebody else do it for you when you could do it for yourself? Enlighten yourself. Find another group of people that are able to be enlightened just like you and propel that growth of being positive, you know, uh, not only positive, of how can you communicate and find these situations happening in your life and maybe listen to other ideas or other individuals' ideas and kind of learn from them, you know. Uh, what I tell a lot of people is that my situations might not be identical to theirs, but they could pick a couple of things from my situation that apply to them, and that's the best advice that I can give them is take and pick from my situation because you are the one that knows that situation, the feeling of it. I could just tell you my situation, and the crazy part about it is that once you talk to a handful of people, you could actually get a, almost a real clear vision of path or a an actual path or visualize the path 
of how to actually get from one point to another or how to deal with a situation. But the main thing is just to kind of get plugged in with people that are kind of like-minded uh, as much as possible because you need that safety net, that safety security because in the beginning, everybody's going to tell you you're crazy. Everybody's telling you that you're weird. And we're constantly getting that information from everywhere, even at home, which sucks to admit, but, um, yeah, it just sucks. And uh, it's one of those deals that, you know, we got to start somewhere. Uh, can't keep living your life like that. And I was, was told that the only times that we make changes when we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. So it kind of comes down to is, are you really sick and tired, basically? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, Gio. It's been awesome. Like, I, I, I just really appreciate, like, what you've taught, what you've taught me in, in regards to that, because I think it's really powerful, and I think it's, yeah, I think it can benefit a lot of people. So I appreciate it. Oh, no problem, guys. I'm like I said, hopefully this continues on, and yeah, like I said, we'll talk again, and you'll hear my creepy, awesome smile later on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching, guys. Right. Thank you, guys, for listening. <laughs>